Welcome to the Mojo Market Report. Here's your hosts, Dave Sturgio and Chris Gucci. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Mojo Market Report right here on a Wednesday. Yeah, I'm losing track of days. It is Dave Sturgio and Chris Gucci here at Chop Studios. Nobody behind the glass, grassrooting this song B uh, today. So we got a lot going on today. Obviously, um, we've been talking about some of the primo matchups in the Super Bowl. It's the big week. Super Bowl 57 is Sunday. We're another day closer to that, so we're excited about that. Um, there's a lot to get into as far as position battles, but of course, we couldn't go a day without any kind of news servicing about some of the players that you might want to focus in on before we get to the football. A congratulations to the king. Uh, LeBron James passes the yes, all-time yes, scoring record last night. I, I couldn't stay up for it because, again, I, I just I can't stay up that late anymore. Um, the West Coast games kill me. Even when the Yankees are on and they're in, like, Oakland, I'm just like, forget it. Just, I'll see the first inning. I'm like, cool. We'll see what happens. Yeah, he needed 30, 37 or something like that. 30, so, yeah. so he needed he had himself it. Was, it was going to go into the fourth quarter if he was going to do it. Well, no, he it, did in the third. <laughs> well, that's my expectation was like, I'm probably going right. to see this one. I ended up seeing it, though. Um, um, yeah, so LeBron James uh, passes Kareem Abdul-Jabbar for the highest scorer in NBA history. Now, I, I ask you, now I know you're a Jordan guy as far as the sneakers, the swag, the, yeah. the guy himself, the legacy that is left behind. I don't think this does anything to the GOAT debate because he passed Jordan a long time ago as far as points, right? I mean, that, like this was like a couple years now that I mean, he, I think he passed him already in that regard. You, so have, like, you have to start... For some people, it depends on your criteria, because this right here, there's no, like, in a vacuum, he's the GOAT or he's not the GOAT. This is all opinion, right? So if you if you didn't have LeBron passing Jordan a week ago, today he didn't pass him because he just scored, uh, you know, 30, 30 more points last night. Um, but if you could make the conversation that Jordan or LeBron is the GOAT, I think you could make the case for either player. I'm here to tell everybody that it's, like, it is very, very possible to like both guys and to just say, I think Jordan is the best of his era. LeBron's the best of his. Both guys are the goats because, I mean, that's how we're. That's what I think we're that's at the easiest right way to to do it. Is we to can't say Jordan eras. was the greatest of the '80s and the '90s. In come LeBron. LeBron takes the league by storm. He is the next guy to do what Jordan just did, if not score more, whatever. But. Um, Accolades, championships. A lot of people can say, "Well, you know, LeBron lost some titles." I think timing had a lot to do with Jordan too. The way the way things like the era that we were in at that time, where the media kind of was taking things by storm, it was a lot of the marketing things were changing. The commercials, the, the Nikes, the Air Jordans. Yeah, Jordan was a lot to do with the way things are for the players now. Um, and it, when we're talking about on the court. I mean, it's tough to argue anything against LeBron. You know, Jordan took time off in the middle of his career. We're, we're not going to get into a Michael Jordan, LeBron James goat debate here on the Mojo Market, but it's just it's hard to compare eras. We'll just leave it at that. I want. I'm curious, and and we'll know this. We'll know the answer next week of who the highest Mojo value would have ever been ever. ever? And because of the championships won by Jordan, um, and none of them lost. I mean, that doesn't really count no. towards the market anyway. But like. Is it going to be Jordan or is it going to be LeBron? It's either going to be one of the two, right? You would assume. Well, I don't know because I don't know that they're going to be able to go back in time as far as Michael Jordan, nineteen eighty six. I mean, they went back as far as for Emmitt for, for, for the running back situation. He's the all time leading rusher. They did Tom. Br in right. The beginning, it was just like Tom was, Brady was they, the guy. They, like yeah. nineteen or two thousand one was the first spreadsheet that we got where it was right, like right. the beginning of Tomlinson and Brady's career. Right. And uh, then they, they and then they went back. 
I mean, yeah, it's going to be hard. Extra math. It's going to be hard to to say anybody would be higher than LeBron. Twenty years deep, if they're counting playoff stats as well, and you know, he only he didn't win six finals, but he won four, right? Yeah, Three, four. Well, whatever then, he's at he's right been now. In yeah. Ten. So that's cool. I mean, look again. All-time leading scorer, can't take nothing away from it. But, but look, Will Chamberlain averaged like 50 and 40. Will Chamberlain also scored 100 in a game. So it's like 50 and, like, we're, we're talking about the averages that these guys had back back in the day. At, at the Lakers totals. lost the game, by the way. <laughs> when all else fails, that is the fa- – so, like, that's the part of it that you said yesterday about the NBA. It's a star-driven league. The biggest story now is LeBron. The team lost the game. And I know that we're not in like the playoff push right now because you have to wait till the summer for that to happen. I mean, but it's at the, at the very end of the day. Does anybody give a rat's ass that the Lakers lost the game? No, unless you're a Laker. LeBron. Does. If you're a Laker, come on. Oh, well, you don't think he does? No. Why? Because Why? last night Why? he just broke the record that he apparently so, didn't care so about. Answer, so you're two answer, days you answered your own question. Nobody else should care because I think there's certain things in sports, in certain moments in sports, i.e., the all-time scoring record in the sport being broken. I think it trumps a uh, exhibition game, and it should. In that same exhibition game. What do you mean? Yes, it's a regular season game. Well, exhibition would be preseason. Regular season is regular season. All right. We're going semantics here. I'm regardless just saying of, that's what Regardless it's... of how you want to put it, we all know what I was talking about. Last night's game, okay. right? The one yes. that he broke the record in. In February. In February, right. right? I think the breaking the scoring record trumps that. Um, and I do also think if there's one person on earth that gets to say, we didn't win the game, it's LeBron. And even if he does say it, guess what Dave would say? He'd be like, oh, give me a break. I would roll my eyes. Either way. I would roll my eyes. Can't win here, like, LeBron. Yeah, but oh, but let's stop the game, give him a mic, talk to Kareem, pass the uh, ball oh, off. Oh, yeah. Right in the middle. Oh, like, oh, what are yeah, we doing oh, here? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Bro. If, if Micah Parsons broke the single-season <laughs> sack record. Single yeah, they would season, stop the game. They would stop the game. For a half a and second, you yay, would, not give him a mic. Like, y'all, I'd like to thank everybody out here, man. Oh, what a moment. I don't think you're understanding the magnitude of what took Look, place. Look, the record lasted for like 40 years. Like, how Ripley took years. a lap, you probably shed a tear. Right? That was emotional. Right? So, <laughs> they, we're Good talking job, about LeBron. A, we're talking about... All time. I'm well aware of what it is, it's a man. Lot of, a lot of buckets, Dave. That a is a lot, lot of buckets. buckets. So Kareem congratulations. Was, Kareem was bitter. Kareem has he been was bitter. bitter. He's been bitter. He, he's he not a big not fan a of LeBron. Camper. I don't think he's a good fan, like a big fan of LeBron. At I don't all. even think he likes himself at this point. He looked angry. He did look angry. But that's uh that's Kareem for you. Um, you know, his best work uh in the movie basketball. Anybody no, remember his that? His best movie? work was in the movie sh- uh, the, oh, the show Showtime. Airplane too. Even him. It was but airplane. He was the, him. It was the the pilot. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Great movie. Uh, football news. How about that? Before we get into the, the pass catchers here. Uh, I know. You look at the time and I'm like, wow, seven minutes on LeBron James. Well, that's what happens. That that can go on for days, honestly. But, you know, we got a show to do. Um, there is a couple of quarterback-driven news in the mojo market uh, to concern yourself with. One is that the Las Vegas Raiders have approved uh, Derek Carr to visit the New Orleans Saints. I have never seen this. My man is contracted with the Raiders. It has to be a trade. Like, you're telling him. I understand seek trade. So agents go out there and seek the trade. Have you ever seen somebody get on a plane and say, I'm going to go visit the team yeah. to see if it's a fit? Jimmy G last year. Yeah? Yeah, they were trying They were trying to work out a trade. 
They, but did he go somewhere to visit? Yeah, he was like talking to other teams. They couldn't get anything sorted out. I mean, the 49ers. I feel like that didn't happen. Um, I don't think it's un- it's maybe less precedented in NFL, but it's definitely a thing in NBA and, and MLB. Um, jump, jump on a plane, a team charter. Yeah, as long as you as you like approve it, where you get no no fake tampering uh, charges get brought upon you, because we all know tampering is non-existent. It doesn't matter. It's really not. Um, yeah, I mean it, it makes sense. They they're under they're under the gun. They need to get this done. In other in other words, if they don't get it done, they have to spend a ton of money or get a massive. Cap what do you hit. think um, the asking price is going to be? Considering the fact that the Saints just got. A one for Sean Payton, right? Do you think they have to flip that one for Derek Carr? Or like Derek Carr is like a two or three kind of guy? See, if I'm Derek Carr, I'm going to try and handpick the team that I want to go to, and I'm only visiting them. I think Derek Carr and the Saints work something out now. Because if I'm smart and I'm Derek Carr, when I think he is a pretty smart guy, I'm not going to create a market for myself, right? Because you know your, your value speaks for itself. The Saints need a quarterback. I go to the Saints and I say, hey, look, we're going to talk about contract. I'm not going to sit here and nitpick about a million or two at the end of it, right? Mm-hmm. But I don't want to drive up the price on myself. I want to get, I want you guys to get me as cheap as possible. So I'm not going to visit anybody else and I'm not going to create a market yeah, because- and only let the Saints be the only team that you negotiate with. This way, the Raiders don't get anything back. Well, because- not even that. Think about it like this. If for whatever, like, the compensation that, that it takes for Derek Carr to to get there, that's making the Saints worse, if you think about well, it. Well, that's why that's why I'm saying if Derek Carr is like, like hey, all of a sudden, I'm gonna, like, they're down I'm going to go, go check out New Orleans. I'm going to go check out the Jets. I'm going to go to Washington. I'm going to go to Indy. All of a sudden, now you have a bunch of suitors, and now you have people competing to get Derek Carr. Ultimately, that ruins Derek Carr's team future going yeah. forward. So I say, hey, I'm going to the Saints, Raiders. Work this out. Saints have a, a decent nucleus in the works right now. It looks like they're trying to move Michael Thomas. I don't know if that ever, ever actually ha- happens. What, what, Chris Olave's over there. You got Kamara's about to so serve a suspension, pick, you would a think. Second rounder. I don't think he gets a first. I don't think so either. Because of the situation they're in, they just have no leverage. Yeah. I don't know. Um speaking of, and they announced already that they will cut him if they don't move him. So speaking of leverage, um your boy. Mm-hmm. Everything all right? Yes. <laughs> it's like I, listen. All right, and we've had we had a now I don't want to say heated debate before the show because it's it's early here, so nobody has coffee until we get here, and well, this guy's sipping on it now. But what I'm saying is, I I've always dug right. You want to talk about old school language? I've dug the vibes that Aaron Rodgers has put out there. I have. I was like, this guy's cool. He's laid back. He he's passionate on the field. He's a laser quarterback. He's one of the best. And I think this. This is my personal opinion. The best I, passer of the football. Yeah, ever. I don't think anybody's ever done it better. I, I maybe him and Marino. And that's to me. all that matters to me. Well, but now we got to the point now where people are thinking he's doing the the golf thing the other day, and he's. You know, I'm not going to San Fran. Like, ha, 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 he's not going to San Fran. And then the you media runs won? with it. Who Great. Won? Who won that, by the way? Rodgers. Oh. I think. I don't know. Weirdo. I, I'm just. See, but yesterday so he's on Pat McAfee, and he goes out there, and McAfee's asking him about his future in the NFL, and all he had to say was, you know what? I'm going to think about it a couple more days. That's all he had to say. That's really all he had to say. But he went out there and he told the world that he's going to go on this four-day darkness tour where he's going to talk to nobody, shut down the world. Like, you don't have 
to do this. You don't have to do this. All you have to say is what I just said. Look, I don't know yet. We're going to figure things out, but I'm going to take a couple days longer. Go on a vacation, figure things out. Okay. The, and, and I'm the whole I'm, darkness and and the only thing that I'm going to have is my food delivered. Outside of that, no communication with the world. Dude, just stop. Like this is so dumb. This is so dumb. If you're if you're the next suitor with this dude on your team, like, do you want this guy around? Is it a like anybody that when he says, wa- he's gonna walk in there like Pedro Serrano, I bro? Got, I got I got fans of teams, Jets, um, Cowboys, saying that all of a sudden they wouldn't want Aaron Rodgers because of a comment. And I say, what about third and six in the fourth <laughs> quarter, right when you need a first down and the defense has been bearing down on the quarterback all game long, uh, and you're like, hey, um, I really wish that we. This quarterback didn't go on this darkness retreat, or didn't for that matter, because who actually knows? He could be trolling everybody at this point. And I would say there's a 50-50 chance at that at this point. Yeah, right now. you think yes. so? You think he's not oh, even on, doing bro. anything? You think, or or he is going, and he's like, do you think I really care what Dave Sturgeo, the host of the Mojo Market <laughs> Report, thinks about my darkness retreat? No, no, bro. I, and that's fine. I'm be cool yourself. with that. But if go I'm do the, your thing, Arod. But if I'm the GM of sure a team right now, if I'm the, if I'm the Jets. If I'm the Jets right now, a week ago, two weeks ago, I'm all in on Aaron Rodgers because I think the guy could still sling it, and I think the guy could bring us to the next level, to the playoffs, to the division title, all that garbage, right? Get all that stuff because Aaron Rodgers is your quarterback. Mm. Now, if you're the Jets, mm. the guy is contemplating even playing. So what? Like, well, that am your- I going to go into this thinking – I'm going to give him two ones, so, a player, bro, this, that, and bro, then the guy's going to get there for a year bro, and pull a far. This, like, ah. this was two off seasons ago, and Aaron Rodgers was contemplating even playing. He won an MVP. The, the season after that, he was contemplating even playing. He came back this year, right? Didn't win an MVP, but he was back, played. Going into this week, going into this week, it was clear, abundant. Everybody knew it. Aaron Rodgers is going to take some time to make his decision. Him saying, I'm going to go sit in the dark for four days— is only going to help, <laughs> as far as I see it. If this is what the guy does to clear his mind, go ahead, do your thing, bro. He did mushrooms in ayahuasca last year or two years ago and won an MVP. I would say this is a step back from that, right? <laughs> You're just going to hang out in the darkness. Are you going to eat? Going to eat healthy? He's going to sure, eat grass. Right? Going to eat mud and bugs, whatever. But guess what? He's not. You know what he's not doing? He's not going and getting hammered in Vegas. He's not. Like, pick your poison here. My poison is ayahuasca. My poison is in sit back, relax, and debate within yourself at home in your mansion and figure out if you want to play football anymore. And you then, don't have to do all this like, extracurricular. And then it's like, oh, you don't have to? No, you don't. But, but also you can. You're and, not, and you don't have to worry about You're more than entitled else to do whatever it. you got to do, say whatever you want to say. And again, up until like two could years ago, imagine, I thought everything that dude said could, was funny. Could you imagine if everything that every athlete ever said was, was like player speak, coach speak, Media speak and just say, "Bo, oh, I'm gonna do Dude, this." Dude, there's nobody. Listen, there's nobody on the planet that wants guys to speak their mind more than I do. Trust me on that. Trust me. Well, but sometimes I, I when you do, that, I would say when you do speak your I mind, would say, it's ridiculous. Based on this right here, there is at least one guy on the planet, and he's sitting <laughs> to your right that's, that would like people to speak out more than you, and that's me. <laughs> Fine.
Case settled, debate done, over. Unbelievable. Aaron freaking oh, Rodgers. Somebody turn off the lights. Trying so to we're getting into Super Bowl uh, wide receivers and tight ends. next year. <laughs> we got some pass catchers to talk about here today. And we got ourselves a nice little highlight reel for your enjoyment. Um, but there is a lot of talent going on right now over there uh, within Philadelphia and Kansas City. Uh, we talked about obviously Mahomes and, and Hertz on Monday today. Uh, yesterday we talked about the running game, and I'm, I'm again I'm all in on Pacheco. But man, if Hertz and Mahomes have the games that we expect them to have, it's going to be because of the following guys, right? Like AJ Brown, and I saw this stat, and I was very, I was alarmed, and I was jealous of what the Philadelphia Eagles have done. Yeah, only one guy that's not through the one draft. guy not through the draft, and it's AJ Brown. But it's like that's. That's the spending you have to have. Like, you have to get that one piece somewhere along the line. It could be a left tackle. It could be your tight end. It could be whoever. But, like, that one extra piece that fits the mold, this dude fit the mold. I'm telling you right now, A.J. Brown, and I hoped, obviously, as a Cowboy guy, you would hope that it panned out, uh, didn't pan out, blew up in their face, lost the first-round pick. Ha-ha, you should have had this guy, blah, blah, blah. But, no, it's it's complete opposite. Um, this guy, A.J. Brown, over the course of the season, 88 catches, almost 1,500 yards, 11 touchdowns. In the postseason alone, he's got 14 targets on two games. So he's, you know, settled back a little bit. But again, you have to look at Hurts a little banged up. So I want to say that contributes to the passing game. A.J. Brown, Devonta Smith has been a lost uh, lost name, I think. I, I don't think they've talked about him enough. Well, yeah, he's been playing well, but he they haven't been, been talking about him. He's overshadowed yes. by the Hertzes of the world and the A.J. Browns and the acquisitions, and it's flashy. Devonta Smith, yes, uh, last year, was the number one, right? He was the number one guy. Could he have carried it in, you know, by himself? He was, like, he was so. the number one by proxy, but he was never expected or shouldn't have been expected to be a number one. They needed what I they got. I don't think he's built to be a number yeah, one, and that's not skill-wise. I'm talking about just literally like a tinier person, yeah. Slot guy stretched the field. But that, again, Philadelphia, Dallas Goddard, who he was hurt for a little while. I thought for sure when Dallas Goddard went down, I said this Eagle team will not recover from losing this tight end. They were fine. They weathered the storm, and in come Dallas Goddard again to pretty much be the the opposite to the one of the greatest tight ends we've ever watched, and that's the guy dancing on your screen right now. Uh, Travis Kelsey, on the other hand, is do you think Travis Kelsey, out of all of them right now, out of all the pass catchers in this game, he's obviously number one ranked? Yeah, it's not even close either. A.J. Brown's a really good player, but Travis Kelsey's the make the case that he's the greatest tight end of all time. I know that the the way the NFL is set up now, it's like everybody's going to have a, uh, inflated numbers catching the ball. But, yeah. I mean, you got a triple team, Kelsey. And even when you do that, <clears throat> it makes it a lot harder to, to deal with the McKinnons. And I know Hardman's out, but that's really what makes this entire offense tick is you could cross Travis Kelsey into across three zones and you could run him up the seam. And there's two guys that are at least two guys that are taking their eyes and putting them on Travis Kelsey. It allows for these these other guys to just really kind of have their way underneath. Uh, that's, I think, in, in this game, I think the pass catchers are going to be more so McKinnon that you're going to have to worry about. That's who I think might actually have the, the best The underneath game. guys? The underneath guys. Because little Blake Bell action here, backup tight end to the, Travis Kelsey. The, <laughs> Juju's a little bit banged up. Kadarius Tony. I think Juju's being being that Juju is banged up, being the fact that the Eagles have like an insane pass rush, they're going to have to do things a little bit different. And I think Andy Reid is innovative enough to be able to do that. Um, but I, again, I, I stand on this one that I think that the Eagles are going to put up points early, and then in the second half, the Chiefs are going to kind of keep themselves in the game, and we might get a, a close game at the end. But the Eagles are going to mainly control this game, um, and it's going to be a, done. 
through the air, on the ground. Take your pick. The crazy part is when you watch Philadelphia run their routes, and this is credit to their offensive coordinator as well for creating these 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 schemes and these just the, the route tree alone. These guys are always wide open. There's a lot of grass in front of these guys when they get that ball. Well, Devonta Smith, yards after the catch were great. They got, so was A.J. They Brown. Got, they got like a spread power offense. It's very unique what they're able to do because they have so many weapons. And you got to respect Jalen Hurts for the run game. you got to respect Jalen Hurts for the run. But then also, look, Gamewell's had back-to-back 100-yard games in the postseason. Um, Miles Sanders, we've been talking about him all year long. Can't get any respect. Can't get any credit. But look what he's done this year. Yeah. Right? So you have... <laughs> then you have Boston Scott, who seems to be a touchdown machine in big games. So they have three guys, a three-headed monster out of the backfield, Boston Scott being a veteran that's been with the team forever. So really, plug-and-play, any situation, you need a slot guy, you could probably use him. You need a, a, a RB1, you could use him. You need an, a spell, third-down blocker, you could use him. So they, they're just complete. Their offensive line is arguably the best in football. Potentially the only other team unit better is the, is the Chiefs. So they're just a really Counter. good football team through and through. Spread it out really well. Pick your poison. I said it. It's like I, I think they're going to spread it around. A few guys are going to be involved, and they're going to just run the football a lot in the second half. Counter but. Counterpoint to the Eagles being as dominant as they are, and they are. You can't take nothing away from them. A guy like Marquez Valdez-Scantling, right, throughout the course of the year, only has 42 catches and two touchdowns. In the postseason, he's got seven receptions and two touchdowns. So all of a sudden – He's found himself another target, and I'm talking about Patrick Mahomes. When I think this Chiefs team, like, and clearly, like, you know, they they kind of, you would think that they ran away with the division, right? They're like, there was no ever debate it was before, over a like long week time eight, ago. week seven. I was like, all right, this is, you know, the Raiders aren't it, you know, the Chargers, blah, you know, and it's just like they they'll get there maybe, and then obviously the Broncos were just an abomination. But like when you look at this team, they're like one like, star receiver away from just being unbeatable. Yeah, Tyreek Hill. Smooth move, Kansas City. <laughs> but, look, you couldn't afford it. But now you're trying to make a new Tyreek Hill and a guy that's tiptoeing the sidelines right there, and that's Kadarius Tony. Is he Tyreek Hill? No, he's not Tyreek I mean, Hill. He could, he could be. He, he very we don't well, know. He very, I, mean, this I don't is know his... if he's going to be an all-time great. Tyreek Hill's on his way to being one of the best ever, because at least at what he does. But Kadarius Tony, uh, they, they're losing Juju. But yeah, I think that they have weapons through and well, through. Well, maybe they bring them back. Their offensive line's good, and they have Pat Mahomes, Andy Reid, and Kelsey. As long as they have those three guys, everything else is going to be interchangeable. The offensive line's good, you're all set. The defense has been playing better this year down the stretch, but realistically, it's been that offense for the last five years, right? Um, we can start talking about Mahomes' legacy, too. If, if Mahomes loses this game, if he loses the Super Bowl, like everybody gives it, you know, the crowns Mahomes as the guy, and, and rightfully so. I think he is probably the best quarterback in football. But we start talking about legacy games, and it's like now you dropped a couple Super Bowls. You only got one. Mm-hmm. You know, you're on your second contract. You're deep into your second contract at this point. When's it gonna when when are you gonna win your other one, buddy? Yeah, I don't know. Maybe um, never. I, you know, I'm also thinking about this, just long-term thinking, because I think about this with the mojo market, and I think any receiver that Patrick Mahomes obtains and grabs in the offseason is going to be, you know, valuable. Check out pick number 31 or 32, win or lose this game. You might wind up with a really good receiver to fall into your lap from college, and that might be the play for the Chiefs. I know there's holes outside of the wide receiver Scott room. They have more that they drafted last year. So I, they have I don't know guys. if he's the guy. I mean... I mean it's too early to tell, it's way obviously. too early, and they have a ton of other weapons as to where they didn't even have to push him a little bit this year. So if he was to force into some playing time more, he may have been better. But 
you saw what happened with Watson. Early in the year, he wasn't really playing well and then came on late. But look, Sky Moore put him in a spot with that that punt return last week. Stepped That's true. Up, so That's true. He is making plays, and look, he's like 22, 21. Yeah. I mean, he's young. The, it's going to be interesting to see what kind of pass catchers are, uh, are used more frequently on Sunday. Tomorrow, we're going to dive deep into all of the prop bets. I'm telling you, man, there is a lot of money to be made on the mojo market this weekend, uh, specifically Sunday. Uh, but, like, w- what I'm saying is, like, the, the list, we'll, we'll basically go through the list. We'll yeah. pick our favorite ones, the overs, the unders, um, the parlays that we might want to do, the defensive props that they're offering. I believe they're even doing some kicking in special teams, so you might want to look into that as well. I have to look deeper. I might be dreaming that. No? I'm going to stay away from those. Oh, well, well, not, not everybody's Brett Maher, okay? Like, yeah, I'm not. I don't, I'm, not <laughs> I'm just not. I don't like special teams issues and um, no. That's not very nice. Uh, you can follow Mojo right now on social media, TikTok, Instagram, Twitter. Those are the ways to follow us at Mojo. All of our reels are up there. All of the partnerships that Mojo has linked up with are on there. You find out all this information from either, you know, the, the Fantasy Doctor, Sporty Jordy. You got the BDGE guys over there. There's a lot of cool guys that are uh, guys and gals that are making some. Um, I did say guys and gals just in case you're wondering. Um, there is a lot of. Great content creators that Mojo works with uh, that are providing you with more information on which guys to invest in, uh, which guys to fade, which guys to go long on. You can find all that out also on the Discord. So go join the Discord as well. And if, obviously, if you have a problem or you know somebody with a problem, there is a number to call. It's right there in front of your face to make sure that you don't put yourself in any kind of crazy debt. Uh, but there is going to be some big bets. I already saw some regarding the draft. There was a massive bet put on Anthony Richardson that his stock was going to rise. That's already starting to trend in that direction. So potentially that could be a winner right there. So, again, a lot to get into the NFL offseason is going to start literally less than seven days from now. So that's kind of depressing. It's going to start in five, actually, if you want to get technical. The NFL offseason will begin. The draft prep starts. The free agency stuff starts. The franchise tag starts, which, by the way, the Cowboys have gone on record and said, hey, we're going to franchise Tony Pollard. <laughs> Breaking news, yeah. <laughs> we, well, we all knew this. But then what are we going to do with Zeke? We'll figure it out. But that'll do it for today. So for Dave Sturchio and Chris Gucci right here at Chop Studios, from our old sports desk here. It has been another episode of the Mojo Market Report. Back here tomorrow with some liquid props. Get ready. Buckle up. It's going to be a great show. We'll see you guys tomorrow.